Hello and welcome to the Snippets of Leadership podcast. Negative feedback can be risky business. Why? Because it's very likely that if you don't give it in the correct way, people will feel attacked. And when people feel attacked, they will get defensive. And if people get defensive when you give feedback, well, basically your feedback is not going to be welcome and it's going to have zero to no effect. So when you need to give negative feedback or constructive criticism, what do you do to make sure you don't end up in that situation? Simple. You gear it in such a way that the person will reason on his or her own ineffective behavior, find solutions to that behavior, and basically feels that he or she retains the choice on what to do. I'll give you an example to clarify. Let's say that you are testing a few Facebook campaigns with different ads for a product that you're selling. And of course, you have different ads set up and you want to see how each one is performing. But because you have limited budget, you have to set a limit to each and every one of them. Now, the person responsible for this process is called Sarah. And Sarah has forgot to put a limit to the spending budget on an ad and has now left for a weekend. Someone luckily saw it and managed to fix it, but you want to make sure that this doesn't happen again. So you tell Sarah about it. And I want to show you two different versions of this feedback. One less effective and one more effective. First version. Hey Sarah, I've noticed that no spending limit had been set on this specific uh, ad. And if someone had not seen it, we would have blown our budget for the whole month. Could you be more careful about it next time, please? Thank you very much. Second version. Hey Sarah, I've noticed that uh, no spending but no spending limit had been set on the budget for this specific ad. Uh, could you walk me through what happened, please? The first one is very directive, is very controlling. You're telling the person what behavior has not been effective, you're telling the person how to behave next, and you're not leaving the person a choice. And Sarah didn't even have the chance of sharing her perspective with you. So it's a clear imposition. The second one instead starts by asking Sarah's perspective. It asks Sarah what happened. And if Sarah is smart enough, and we'll get back to the specific point later on in the next few videos, she will know exactly what consequences would have happened or what would have been the consequences of her behavior and she would know exactly what to do. So if the person is skilled enough to take this type of behavior in a coaching perspective, by all means, opt for the second one. It will make the person feel considered, it will make the person still feel in control and the feedback will be less likely to make the person defensive, which again is one of your number one aims. What do you think? Let me know. Thank you. Talk soon. Thank you for listening. My name is Eduardo Bindazane from EBZ Coaching. I'm a leadership and communication trainer and consultant. And if you have any questions about what you've heard in this episode, 
please reach out to me via LinkedIn, Facebook, or my website. I'll be answering the most interesting questions on the show. And if you know someone that will benefit from this type of content, please make sure you recommend this podcast to them. Thank you, and see you next time.